The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm here with my co-host, none other than Mr. Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, Don? What's up, people? We back! G1 season has officially started. Yes, yes, it is here a little later than we normally would experience it, but at least we still have it this year. And for Anwar's enjoyment, it's in front of fans. Uh, roughly around 2,000 fans have been attending these shows. Uh, they seem a little close together to me, but, you know, oh well. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, but they, they, ain't, they ain't like us. They handle that shit way better. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think they allow them to, like, cheer. Like, you know, no, they can clap, it's, it's, they can stomp their feet, but they can't, like, yell and, and like, you know, scream and shit. Uh, so, because uh, who was that? Um, one of these matches was it Jay White that was trying to get the crowd to uh, <laughs> to, to to get Jay a chant going? Trolling. You know how he is yeah, to get a chant going. <laughs> yeah, and they would not fucking chant because they was like, we were happy you came back. Now we sick of you again. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, this has been um, very enjoyable. So we've got four nights to talk about here on Cast a Strong Style. But before we get into it, just let you know that Cast a Strong Style is a part of the CSPN. You can find the show on the web at CSPN.us. Cast a Strong Style is also a part of the WrestleCast Network. So all you have to do is subscribe to either Cast a Strong Style or the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Look for the WrestleCast logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And then you will be listening to Cast a Strong Style and all the shows here on the WrestleCast Network. So let's get into night one A block action. The matchup very first starting off. The returning Will Ospreay from a tumultuous uh, summer and spring for him. He's back in New Japan, um, and he got to face off against Yujiro of the Bullet Club. Um, you know, classic, typical opening match, Yujiro match. Will Ospreay doing Will Ospreay things, and he gets the win with the Stormbreaker. Uh, before I even go forward, like talking about this match, I'm going to just go on the record to say it. I I don't really rock with no Will Ospreay no more after all the stuff that happened. But since we doing this show, I'm gonna talk about him and whatnot and be very fair. So that's just a, for the people listening who feel a certain type of way that I do. I understand, I respect that. But we just trying to break this down on some rest of shit. So I'm moving forward with this, and I am not probably gonna say it multiple times on there. You could hit me up and ask me about it, or whatever. How? I'll give you my points on that. As far as this match, it was very good. It was a really nice return. He actually, like, Yujiro was actually, like, working. And you know what? Like, it's it, it, it just, that match clicked way more better than for me than those Okada matches with Yujiro. So, Yujiro was not a bum like some of us thought he was going to be. <laughs> Yeah, it was, um, like you said, it was surprisingly competitive. 
Um, you know, Will Ospreay clearly has some ring rust about him. There are some, you know, things that he normally does really smooth that he looked a little herky-jerky on. But, you know, he really hadn't competed since, uh, you know, early March, late February in New Japan. So you could see him trying to get his timing together. But, yeah, I, I thought it was a, you know, good match to open the tournament with and kind of set the tone for this night. Next up, we have the newly signed member of New Japan, Mr. Jeff Cobb, taking on Dangerous T, Taichi, uh, in a match that I thought Taichi would be uh, severely overmatched against. Taichi was able to hold his own, and he got the big man up, and he won with a black Mephisto. So Taichi is off to a good start in this year's G1 over Jeff Cobb. Uh, this was a surprisingly good match. Why is it surprising? Good man, Taichi is a man when he feels like it. Yeah, I know, I'm, and I'm glad that you know through the two years of us doing this show, you've done a 180. <laughs> hey man, uh, I like Taichi for, but then he came back and was doing bullshit, and I was like, I'm not here for it. So I kept it real, and now he, when he want to go, when he works, he's entertaining, and he be roasting motherfuckers in the backstage promo. So I'm here for that too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Jeff Cobb in his first G1 match, it was a good showing. Um, you know, of course, everybody likes to get behind the big power guys, and uh, he's definitely going to fit that mold uh, for this year's G1. He was, I very much enjoyed that match right there, and it's 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 a it's a hell of a thing to be vibing to Tai Chi's music early in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it just puts you in a good mood. <laughs> so yeah, good matching. Good, like, re-debut by Cobb in, like, New Japan proper. I think that he's a hell of an upgrade over Michael Elgin, who's usually held down this spot in previous years um, as a big, you know, American strong, strong man. You know, uh, for a uh, second there, I was looking at Jeff Cobb, and I was like, he kind of looks like Steve Dr. Death Williams in a singlet. Somebody said, I think I, I can't remember which podcast said something like that, or somebody else said something. He looked like another old wrestler. I think um I think they said he looked like damn, I forgot. He's like an old like I forgot his name, but he's one of the du- American dudes on Fire Pro Returns. I forgot his name though, but he had the Olympic gear on and shit. I can't remember right now though. In what was you know, the main event is everybody was what everybody was talking about coming out of night 1, but to me the match here in the middle was my uh, my match of the night. Minoru Suzuki and Tomohiro Ishii. Um, they just went strong style. Old school strong style. Lots of strikes. Um, lots of counters. Um, eventually, Suzuki got the got style power driver on Ishii and got the win. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii taking over the title as best bout machine in New Japan. I don't think the man is capable of having a bad match. I just love this match. He's been he's been one of the best bout machines for a while though. So that I mean I feel what you're saying, but he's already established. And Suzuki, man, Suzuki's been fucking amazing this year. <laughs> I didn't see this shit coming. He's He's delivered so many fucking bangers this year. It's not even funny. Like you got the match with Moxley, you got the match with uh, Nagata. 
You got you got you got the match with Ishi Ishi Thunder Liger the, the whole the match with Shingo yeah. like the whole retirement mm-hmm. deal with uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, but that was like that was last year though. I mean, I mean that was like the start of it though. Yeah, I'm counting just this calendar year. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah. but that, that but that that's a good point. That match was awesome too. Yeah, so Suzuki continued to to do his thing in uh, in 2020. Uh, next up, we had the returning Jay White, the Switchblade. He is back in New Japan. Um, they haven't gotten to the point of you know him and evil kind of given having a power struggle yet. Cause I guess all the bullet club isn't officially uh, back together yet. So they can have that big story, but he's here and he took on Shingo Takagi in the semi main event. Um, this was a good match. And then the shenanigans started to happen with uh, Gato and, and all the interference and a, the ref bump that's typical in every Jay White match happened. He hits a low blow to Shingo, and he followed that up with a Blade Runner. And Jay White got the win over Shingo Takagi. I I hate ref bumps, and I hate the Bullet Club shenanigans, but I'm going to keep it real with you. That shit didn't really take me out of the match. It wasn't as fucking offensive like the evil shit to me. <laughs> so it was like, I ain't like it. But it didn't take me to out of the match where I was like, "Oh, this is bullshit." But, <laughs> but, but, yeah, they, this is this is just the, the fuck they want to do. Like with certain heels, they just do this bullshit instead of just let. I don't know what's more awesome as a heel if you just straight up beat a motherfucker and still talk cash shit and didn't have to cheat. That I guess there's some weird thing where in certain like countries, like oh. Like specifically in our own country, where they do not want a heel win clean, and if they and if a heel wins clean on you, that means your push is fucking over. Yeah. <laughs> remember when? Remember when? Like Cedric Alexander was doing all this shit with AJ, and and then AJ just whooped his ass, and that was it. Yeah. So so yeah, you don't want to be a heel, and that's a, yeah. So it's different cultures, but yeah, man. So I guess I get it here. If you see it like a heel just win clean, it'll throw you off. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It is. It is a little bit of a uh, uh, kind of reality check. Like what? He just straight up out wrestled him. No cheating. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes people talk shit and they they mean it, and then they ain't had to do all no extra shit. But yeah, man, I, I dug this match. I, I was it was great to have Jay back. I'm glad he's back. King Switch in the in the building. <laughs> Then the main event of night one, Okada versus Kota Ibushi. Okada avoided the Kamigoye, but then Ibushi got going with the sit-out powerbomb, and he hits the Bumbaye. Then he added the Kamigoye, and Kota Ibushi with the win over Okada. Be honest about how you felt about this match. I thought it was probably the third best match they've had recently. It was good, but it wasn't top level banger stuff that I've seen them have prior. Okay, after I talk about like this match, um, we gonna have to have a little conversation. <laughs> uh, like I enjoyed the match, but it was nowhere it near on the level of the past two matches we've seen. Right, like in the last year, like it is nowhere near. The dome match, no, not at all. 
And it's not as good as their block final match from G1 last year. Right. It it it, it looked like Ibushi was moving a step faster than Okada. And Ibushi like seven years, like six or five years older than fucking Okada. So it's like I don't even know. I'm gonna look at that match at some point again. But I liked it, but I didn't like this ain't a match I'll be like, oh, you gotta go out of the way you're seeing this shit. Like I'll be like, no, go watch that old shit. Right, right, right. So it's this conversation going around of, amongst the like community, like, what the fuck is up with Okada? Since he since, since he came back from COVID, for since the ship they came back. He ain't been the Okada we used to see. Yeah, he's been you know what I think he's doing? You know what I think? I think he's just enjoying not having the burden of being the champion and not having to you know, be at that, you know, four and five star, you know, quality every time. And I think he's just enjoying going out there and having these, you know, regular ass three star matches and just being okay. It's like, hey, it's not my time to, you know, I gave y'all that for two straight years, three straight years. I've been, you know, at the top of the top of the top of the, the list. I don't have that belt anymore. Let me kind of just, you know, be normal for a little bit, get re- back up, calm myself back up through the ranks, and then when it's time to be five-star Okada again, you know, I'll be that. But I just think he's just enjoying not having to carry the title and, and do that, you know, performance every night. Okay, like, that's an interesting perspective. That's a unique one. Uh, some of us is wondering if all those heavy play doing all that heavy lifting for New Japan... And the way he wrestled hard, not in just in singles, but also in tag matches, mm-hmm. eventually they have caught up with him and it's causing him to slow down or he's becoming more smart about how he mm-hmm. goes all out or not, which will play into what you're saying. Right. Because even on the downturn a couple years ago when they did him with losing his mind, long pains, redhead, and balloons and shit, mm-hmm. still putting out really good matches. Right. This is fucking different from that. Like, He's he, mm, he ain't on the this Okada ain't, ain't on the level of Red Bloom's Okada. <laughs> so I, he my man, but it's like nah. And it seems like when he ain't a champion, he he just goes and just don't do shit. Where it's like it's my complaint about Okada. It's like okay, you the ace, I get it. It's about you getting the belt back, or whatever. But can you do other shit? Can you actually get in some tag team and do some shit with Goto or Ishii? Can you just like, come on, man? Like, can, does it always have to be about being having a championship? Can't you just do other shit? It's like, just this shit annoying. It's like it's stagnant booking. It's like we, you could be the ace and not be the world champion, dude. Look at Tanahashi. Tanahashi was the ace and then they had the championship at times while you had the title. It's like. It's just frustrating, but yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna have to keep an eye on this Okada stuff because I don't know. Yeah, I just some think... of us, some of us feel it might be a storyline too. It might be a mixture of everything. So who knows? Because he's refusing to do the fucking Rainmaker too now. <laughs> Doing that stupid ass money clip. Yeah, man. He's trying to get it over. He's trying to get it over. You better, you better fucking use that Rainmaker, or you'll use the J in a couple of days. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was block A, uh, night one. Now we're going to transition into night two, the B block. We have the returning Juice Robinson with the new uh, outfit, new haircut. You know who he looks like to me? Especially when he first comes down, he's got those Blues Brothers sunglasses on. And the way he's got his mustache and his haircut, he looks like Sting when Sting wouldn't wear face paint, but he have his dark glasses on. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, damn, Juice Robinson <laughs> looks like Sting. But uh, he's faced off against Anwar's favorite, Yoshihashi. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yoshihashi counted Pulp Fiction into a roll-up for a very close near fall. But Juice eventually hit him with the left hand of God, followed that up with the Pulp Friction, and Juice Robinson got the win. Uh, so much different uh start for juice robinson and this year's g1 than it has been in the past couple of g1s where he's put in some really good matches but came up on the short end this time uh he had a nice opening match with yoshihashi and he got the win yeah it it, it was i enjoyed it it, it kind of moved a little slow initially but it, i really enjoyed they had good chemistry in the match and man yoshihashi wasn't just like a passenger he was he was he was there for actively in, in invested within the match so so it was it had me kind of fooled a couple of times that he might have won the match with those false finishes so yeah good good good, match. Good, good 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 return and i don't know about like the suspended like the guy wife beater look but i do respect the blues brother <laughs> like how i felt about the match oh yeah you, you got that in next 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 up, we had Sonata versus Yano. King of Pro Wrestling, <laughs> Yano. Let me give this man his proper title. He earned that. Uh, Yano got put in the paradise lock in the aisle, and it seemed like a clear count out. However, the young lion, Yuramura, undid the uh, paradise lock. Yano was able to uh, get back into the ring, beat the count. He used a roll of tape to tie Sonata to Yuramura and then rushed back inside the ring to win via count out. That's a new more gift for being minding his damn business. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. I was like, God damn, y'all, y'all are always doing some shit. And he, he pulled it off. I was like, God damn it. Y'all are, you, you a sneaky motherfucker. You pulled it off, though. So, uh, yeah. Pops you. Yeah, I know. It sucks not to lose the opening game, like opening match, but, and he'll get it back at some point. Yeah, y'all know getting put in the paradise lock is always funny. It's always a good little comedic uh, yep. part of the match. But, um, you know, Sonata doing Sonata things. It's always yeah, wonderful. Sonata came, yeah, but Sonata came out with new gear and everything. He's ready. Yeah. And then he lost. <laughs> Next up in the uh, battle of... Um, Oh man, what's my man? Um, Godo's man that Kenta turned on. Why am I, why am I uh, Shibata? Yeah, fighting for the honor of Shibata. Goto versus Kenta. Uh, nice, hard hitting, striking match. Uh, Kenta eventually got the win with his game over sub- submission. Um, I really like Kenta's aggression in this match. I thought that he was ready to go from the opening bell. I looked like kind of surprised Goto with the way that he was. Uh, being so aggressive, and Goto kind of had to like get it in gear and keep up. But uh, I really like Kenta's outing in this match. 
It was a good match. I liked their G1, um, their um, Wrestle Kingdom match more. Like, I don't know about, like, it felt kind of slow early. It picked up at the end, and I was with the end, so. I liked it. It was really good. Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr. in the um, semi-main event. Zack Sabre Jr. trapped Evil in his signature European clutch, getting the pinning combination to get the win over Evil. He overcame all of the shenanigans, the Dick Togo interferences and everything like that to upset Evil and start off his G1 with a win. I love how the crowd is like, both of y'all heels, but we don't like Evil more than we don't like Zack Sabre Jr. So Zack Sabre Jr., we cheering for you real hard. <laughs> yeah, it was really fucking weird to hear, seeing like Zach being put in that position to have to be like the protagonist in that situation. But that's how much they not really fucking feeling evil and all the bullshit he did. And the fact that like like Zach was found ways to overcome all that and get the win at the end is like it was awesome. It just goes back and also ties back in the old story of. As great as evil is, he always has problems with fucking Zack Sabre Jr. Yep. Yep. Even with all the help from Dick Togo, who, uh, that man straight out of 2001 with those suits, man. Takes me back. Yo, man, he looked like the old, remember the old Michael Jordan suits yeah. with the oversized NBA? That shit like, yo, you probably had this fucking suits in your, your place, like, for, like, years, and then just, like, I'm gonna wear this shit again. Uh, so... Uh, I love watching Zack Sabre Jr., so this was a, a great match. I'm glad that he got a, gets a good showcase against Evil. I thought Evil, you know, did what Evil does up until the interference. Uh, you know, Evil doesn't need the interference. It's just what they're doing with him. So that's what he's, you know, into right now. But before all the interference starts, I, I thought that that was a really fun match. Really fun match, yep. That's exactly right. Like, before all the BS happened, it's like, it was at a certain, I was a higher level. Then the BS kind of took it down a little bit. Next up, our main event for night two is the ace, Tanahashi, going up against the double champion, Naito. Uh, Naito started out with the upper hand, but it seemed at every turn, Tanahashi had counters to all of his signature moves. Naito had to dig deep, and he finally pulled it out with the Destino. But it was a hell of an effort from Naito to get this win because, man, Tanahashi was ready to go. He was doing, you know, the Tana moves that, you know, caused him to be broke up and injured over the last couple of years. But he broke them all out. The high five flowed to the floor and all the high risk maneuvers. He was ready for uh, Naito. He pulled out all the stops to try to get that win. But the champ was a little bit, you know, had a little bit more endurance and pulled it out. Man, they saved that match for like three years because the last time they fought each other was the block finals of G1 in 2017. Mm-hmm. So they sat on that match for a long time. And my God, it was great. It was worth it. And I, it, was, it was one of my favorite matches of the year. It's definitely probably the best match I've seen since COVID. Like, oh, yeah. This it's, was a... it's, the world, it's the world before COVID. COVID and in the world <laughs> after COVID, like, like, this is that was probably the best match I've seen, like, post, like, during the COVID era. So, amazing, 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 amazing performance. And hey, man, Tanahashi's one of the greatest ever. And you could just sometimes get back in that way back machine and just 
pull out some ridiculous shit. And Naito, Naito was amazing, and it was glad I was glad that Naito had this match because it's like, oh, is Naito too old? Is he all banged up? Oh, why are we not getting great matches from Naito? Like, dog, it's a storyline. That's why you can't get it. This now you see when Naito get the really talented wrestlers with no bullshit going on. You can drop that fire. So mm-hmm. awesome, awesome match. Great chemistry between them. And if you never like watch your old matches, just go look those joints up and enjoy it. Or if you just want to watch a couple of their matches, just go to 2017 and watch those three matches. Go watch the Wrestle Kingdom like semi main event when Naito versus Tanahashi for the IC Championship. Then watch the Dominion like show in 2017, and then watch the block finals of G1, G1 2017, and you'll be thankful for it. Amazing wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So far, uh, one of the early contenders for match of the tournament. Uh, I know we've only had like up to this point two nights, but didn't take that yeah. long for you know these matches to start adding up and getting into that that upper echelon rare atmosphere category. Who do you think won between the first two nights, A block or B block? I think I enjoyed like, the had, B block had, a little, little bit more. I think I enjoyed the I, B block as a whole a little bit more. I, I enjoyed the B block a little. I enjoyed the B block a little bit more in in, in the Young Lions match. Was really it was better than the, the first night's young Lions. Line. That was the Connors. Connors. Was I the... think it. Was, nah, that was Kid versus. Um, I think I can't remember who it was. It, Cause Connors is. I don't think Connors is in the country, okay. so it's it just, it just rotated between Suji versus Yomura, Yomura versus Suji, and that little. Trying like triangles, those three wrestlers wrestling each other. I right. can't remember who it was, but that match was freaking awesome. It was a great like table setter. Right, right. This is Cast of Strong Style. I'm your host Don DeLorente. I'm here with my co-host Mr. Anwar Starwin. We're reviewing nights one through four of this year's G1 Climax. So we're gonna move into night three. Back to the A block. We have Jeff Cobb versus Shingo Takagi. Mm-mm-mm. Tone setter supreme here. Uh, you know, Shingo thinks that he's a super heavyweight. Jeff Cobb is a real super heavyweight. And uh, yeah, they were just going at it, hitting each other with all they had, especially Shingo, big shotes and clotheslines. Uh, the Made in Japan got a two count, and Shingo couldn't hit the last of the dragon, which led to Jeff Cobb scoring the win with his uh, Tour of the Island slam. So Jeff Cobb is officially on the board. Uh, in this year's G1, and Shingo's off to a little rough start this year. Like, what I'm also enjoying beyond just the matches where you think you have an idea of who's going to win, and then you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see Shingo losing to, like, Cobb, but it's still early in the tournament, so it's okay. And Cobb kind of needs that little oomph because he's coming back and he's still not, like, fully in in depth into, like, the company. So it's a good one for him. So it was a really good match. They beat the hell out of each other. Oh, yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, next up, Okada faced off against Yujiro. Um, now, this match right here was probably the match that what you were talking about earlier with Okada's effort being, you know, on, like, second gear. 
this was the match where it was like probably proven out to me the most because it was a little sloppy at some points. Um, Yujiro eventually tapped out to the money clip, so Okada's on the board. But yeah, this wasn't the Christmas match I've seen Okada wrestle. See, I wasn't see. See what I'm saying? <laughs> it see like, but you look at this. Even he was like, you looked at the backstage. He was like, man, he kind of kicked my ass, but I pulled it out and won. <laughs> but I was like, I was like in the comments, at least he's self aware. He ain't looking good right now. So that makes <laughs> that's more fuel to the fire where we think, okay, Alcada's fucking conning us because I remember that 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 Russell King he came back and he was some garbage. But then he he won the championship. He challenged like had the balls to challenge with um Tonahashi and then pulled the upset. So I don't like he got him and him and the Booker man be playing tricks. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's I'm not for like because it's like man, you drove out here fucking kicking Okada ass. Yeah, he <laughs> lost, but it's like what the hell. <laughs> that shit was throwing me off because at first I saw you drove versus Okada. Might skip it, but I said, fuck it. I'm going to watch it because I'm already up. You but know, You know what? Uh, I was trying to do my recap. I was like, hmm, what did I watch on uh, on uh, this was happening on Wednesday? So uh, that's happening. Yeah, Wednesday. So Thursday, I'm trying to like go through my recap. Like, OK, so who did I see? I saw Shingo and Jeff Cobb. I saw Suzuki and Taichi, Ishii and Will Ospreay, Jay White and Koda. And I was like, damn, it's five matches. Who was in the who was in that other match? I was like, oh. It's like, damn, Okada was in the throwaway match. It's been a long time since I can say that. <laughs> see? <laughs> see? 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 <laughs> um, so we'll talk about the next matchup with Saw. Minoru Suzuki, who won his opening match, versus Taichi, who won his opening match. Uh, both members of Suzuki Gun uh, battling it out. It's weird uh, watching Minoru Suzuki come down to the ring with fans and nobody scream out Casa Nirae when we get to that part. But, you know, they're following the rules, so I can't be mad at that. Um, Taichi countered the Gotch Pile Driver and he hit Black Mephisto for the upset victory over Minoru Suzuki. Um, they had a little bit. Taichi Gun is coming! <laughs> they had, uh, you know, some outside the ring plunder weapon chair spots there and then it, it moved from that to in the ring action and it really picked up there Taichi showing a lot of toughness uh, standing there toe to toe with Minoru Suzuki and he eventually got the win I, I just love Taichi right now he has been on such a roll I concur everything you say I am here for Taichi gun and it's like it's like I said on Twitter, like it's like the old brother kicking the younger brother's ass for like ever, and then one day the young brother catches catches up to the older brother and kicks his ass, and then table and then that dynamic switches. So she about to get real interested in the Suzuki gun. Now that fucking tight, she got this victory over over Suzuki. And we will see if he challenges Suzuki for it or never. That's another thing we got to keep an eye on. There's a lot of different stuff, see? Yeah, so, yeah he was, yeah, was kind of looking that, at... That, that, that levels, dude. I enjoyed the hell out of it. He was kind of looking at that title in Minoru Suzuki with a little gleam in his eye after the match. Yeah, he was looking at him like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> it's my, I, I'm next. 
kind of looking like like um Rhodey in the first Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm next. But it wasn't really you because you fucked up the money. Terrence Howard. Next up, we had Tomohiro Ishii versus Will Ospreay. Um, these guys, for some reason, have a strange chemistry that leads to really good matches. I guess as you know, styles make fights, and they have completely different styles. And Will Osprey doesn't back down from Ishii and trying to, you know, do power stuff uh, against him. And so this led to down the stretch just some fantastic action. Uh, Will Osprey got Ishii up in what we thought was going to be the Stormbreaker, but then he turned it into the uh, the Steiner driver. And uh, I thought it was over then. But Ishii kicked out. Then Osprey was able to get him up again. He hit him with the Stormbreaker and got the hard-fought win over Tomohiro Ishii. So Will Osprey gets his first two points of this year's uh, second set of two points in this year's G1. So now he's got four points. Uh, so, you know, trash human being, but like you said, great wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 dynamic is something we've experienced over us and over most of our fandom. So <laughs> I remember all the shit that Shawn Michael used to do back in the day, and so that that ain't nothing new with fucking wrestling environment. As far as the match, I thought it was really good. It definitely felt like Will was on like one of those I'm gonna get all my shit in things, but it 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 worked. I don't know. I I enjoyed it, but it's not like I'm super passionate about this match or just strength because Ishii's one of my favorite wrestlers. So I, I I I think it's really good, but it's not like top tire from top tire for me. But right. really good, really good. Continue continue you know, the wheels push that pisses me off. Right. <laughs> he, the, 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 the writing was on the wall once they get let fucking Kenny go, and Kenny was observing what they were doing. Will so. Mm-hmm. There you go. That so that's what they say. Like they always got somebody in the wings ready to wait ready to replace you no matter where you work. So always be aware of that shit. <laughs> Our main event for night three saw Jay White with two points coming in versus Kota Bushi, who also has two points coming in. Uh, this was a rematch of last year's G one finals. Uh again. Great match, little bit of interference, not too much in this one though. And uh, Jay White was able to use a little bit of a distraction to hit Kota Ibushi with the Blade Runner. And Jay White is now two and zero in this year's G One to start off. So I really like Kota Ibushi's aggressiveness in this match. Um, he was he was two matches in a row he was ready to go from the beginning and jay white trying to slow him down um you know kicking him in you know trying to uh wear his knees out focused on his legs trying to you know wear down and take away his kicks and that version of his offense and his high flying ability so i really like the psychology they use in this matchup i i enjoyed the match and i i didn't really trip off the the outside appearance that much, but it's like, like for me, I definitely like the intensity coded like displayed, but I definitely had a problem. Like I didn't feel he really sold that leg injury to me. Like I felt he was just powering through his like 
move set to a degree. It's like I feel with the level of damage Jay did to his leg, he shouldn't have been able to do so much stuff he did, or it should have taken more like more extra 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 like times doing certain moves to get like the same power. Because I was like, mm, I don't know about this. I thought I, I still I'm, I'm still high on the match. I just yeah. I was like mm, I don't know about that. I thought that Jay White actually had a really good game plan coming into this. Now I, you know I was watching this on the Japanese commentary, so you know I couldn't get that in depth analysis, but I'm pretty sure that's what they were trying to convey is that Jay White was wrestling a really smart match. Uh, by attacking Kota's legs and trying to ground his offense. And he was taking all the time he needed whenever in the beginning of the match when Kota would start getting fired up. He'd roll out of the ring, walk around, you know, do that old school Tully Blanchard stuff. Like, whoa, 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 whoa slow down, big dog. <laughs> so I really liked the psychology uh, in this match. It was really good. It lent to the long story that they were able to tell. Now we go into the most recent night that we had, night four. Goto coming in with zero points versus Sonata, also with zero points. Um, back and forth battle here. Goto managed to fire off a big flurry that ended with the GTR, and Goto gets the win over Sonata. Um, good opening match here. Still wanting a little bit more for Sonata, starting off this year's G1 really slow. 0-2 so far, lost to Tiano, lost to Goto. So definitely be interesting to see where his story and his G1 progresses from here. But he's in somewhat of a hole, um, you know, losing these first two matches. I feel like he's probably – he seems like one of the dudes that's going to, like, start slow and then just hit, hit like, just start going on a run and just reeling all victories, at least as I'm hoping for. <laughs> and I, I I thought it was really cool. I was surprised that Goto won. It's like because they kind of don't be doing shit with Goto. So <laughs> like he's another openweight six man champion now. Things are different. He took he actually wore the, the six man championship th- th- this time because him and Ishii did not wear <laughs> that damn belt like on the first night of their blocks. So right. they wore it this time. He was like. We understood why Yoshihashi wore because he ain't never <laughs> wished it. So that's my, I mean, tacos, but he ain't never wished it. So anybody, a, a fan, would know that, okay, we get why, like, like Yoshihashi will rock with his belt because he ain't never won nothing before and he's proud of it. And he should be proud of it because a lot of us thought he would never get no fucking belt. So, you know. That, that was the, it was a really cool move because like match I had to go back and watch it because I woke up like and saw Goto in the ring with like his music I was like what he beat Sonata <laughs> so I went the, I went to the car and then I watched the match like later on and I was like oh wow this is pretty good like Goto had to throw like the chicken like the they throw all his fucking moves at him to beat Sonata it was not like an easy victory for him no, to no, get over it yeah yeah he definitely had he, to get deep. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely had to dig deep and get that win. Next up, we had Tanahashi facing off against Yano. Tanahashi turned things around on Yano and blindfolded him with his own tape. Yano managed, uh, this was in the aisle way, so Tanahashi was trying to get the cheap count-out victory, but Yano managed to get back down the aisle somehow, got back in the ring with a little help from the referee. He hit. Uh, Tanahashi low and then he got the roll up and he got the upset victory over Tanahashi 
So Yano now has four points. Tanahashi has zero points. Um, King of Pro Wrestling living up to his name. Hey, man. This is Yano's world. We just living it. Even the ace. <laughs> like, you, 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 you are not on the King of Pro Wrestling Yano's level right now. So, yeah. Surprising. I did not have Yano being too old to start the G1 and it was wild seeing Tanahashi take the L, but this is the shit Yano does and I did get a laugh at Ace trying to run, Ace running back down the ring, trying to get back in before getting counted up. That, <laughs> that did get a chuckle love it like, oh! Tanahashi still got some speed in him in them legs, okay. Yeah, yeah, they banged up. He was doing a little limping, but yeah, he was getting down there pretty fast. He was getting it, he was definitely getting it. And yeah, man, you could be like a, a third down power guy. <laughs> <laughs> Juice Robinson coming in 1-0 versus Kenta, also coming in 1-0. Uh, to me, this match was a little long, but the ending was really good. Um, left-handed God and the Pope friction from Juice Robinson gets the win over Kenta. Um, I was actually editing um, the NXT cast while I was watching this. I was like, man, this match seems like it's been going on for like 30 minutes. And then I looked up and was like, oh, it's only been like 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it just felt long. It started out slow, real slow. It's, it's a thing with Kenneth's matches where he'd be slow, but then it started to build at the end and, and just be good. it'd be really good. Like, I have no interest in ever seeing this Jews versus Kenneth match. I don't hate it. It's, it's, the back end was really good, just like you said, but it's like, mm, I wasn't with the pace. Too slow for me. And the boss from the GCS was like, damn, Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how you, this is this is the mightiest falling, but, you know. And you start to see like night two these old heads with all these bandages on them and shit. Like, yeah. like y'all can't take the beating no more like that. But I get it because y'all old. I mean, I'm old, but I ain't <laughs> no fucking reason. So y'all, y'all can have that shit. But I'm thankful for all the bumps you take. So and what was does, does, does you do? Does Juice challenge Kendall for that briefcase now? Yeah, that's what I was thinking that they were maybe gonna try to build that up. Is is uh, Mosley still the champion, quote unquote? Mosley's still the champion. Okay. They have not stripped him. Okay. They have not stripped. Him. All right. Well, I like remember last time when he couldn't make it to the show, they stripped him, but they ain't right. stripped him this time. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting to see uh, if uh, Kenta owns the briefcase for the next title opportunity for the uh, United States title. So that's that's what we're talking about. If you guys aren't aware of the briefcase that we're mentioning, um, so yeah, it'll be definitely interesting to see if Juice Robinson wants to, um, you know, try to get back in that mix. Uh, you know, he he had his nice little run as the uh, United States champion, then John Moxley came in and 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 took it away from him. So it'd be interesting to see if they want to do a rematch, proper rematch between those two. Now we have Evil Owen One. Facing off against Yoshihashi, also 0 1. Uh, Yoshihashi fought off Dick Togo a few times, but a low blow followed by everything is evil gives evil the win. I was shocked when I saw this match lineup and Yoshihashi was in the semi main. I was like, oh, but yeah, he delivered, man. So Yoshihashi is two for two for me. I with you completely. This is probably my favorite match. Um, probably my favorite match. Of this night, I gotta rewatch like the main event because I was kind of dragging when I was watching that one. 
No, you know how when you drag, you just you trying to power through it. So I'm not gonna watch that one, but yeah, man. Yoshihashi brought that fucking fire, dude. <laughs> he was so awesome. And the way he was countering the bullshit, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, that, that's that's how you do it, bro. <laughs> so Yoshihashi showed heart and was very he was very active and present in the match. He was not being carried. He was he was fucking awesome. So yeah, shouts to Yoshiashi, if you could only keep this fucking intensity, you would be like a mere card dude. So I, I don't know. I think I think he's taking pride in the fact that he's back in G1 because I don't think he was in last year. And he and a lot of us were like, he probably wouldn't even be in G1 this year if not for COVID. So like he's taking advantage of the situation and I hope he keeps up this same energy. So man, awesome match. And it was Dope, a dope ass match. One of my favorite matches thus far in the tournament. So go, go, Yoshihashi. Then the main event, which is fresh on my mind because I just watched it this morning. Naito coming in 1 0 against Zack Sabre Jr. 1 0. I love these two um, when they wrestle each other. They have a very good chemistry as well. Uh, Naito had to hit two of those things. But he hit two Destinos. He got the hard-fought win over Zack Sabre Jr. Of course, Zack Sabre Jr. taking uh, Naito to his limits with all the counters and stretches and pinning combinations, just, you know, making it very hard on Naito. But Naito was able to, you know, eke out a win and continue his streak so far in this year's G1. It was a really good match, and I just love the chemistry they have for each other. They just... They, they they just like it's really cool seeing Naito and having in these really good matches to start the G one. So that's part of that that that's it's that's another element of me being hyped. But yeah, man, uh-huh. Zach be bringing it, man. Zach be bringing it, but it's like Tony Topic was with him, but you know he was a bad boy, so he had to go away. But <laughs> off the main event, I only have one issue with both of these guys. Okay. Naito dragging the effing belts down to the ring like he got two two-year-olds who act, acting up <laughs> in the store. Is this property? Why are you in this business? And then he slides the belts into the ring and then Zack Sabre Jr. standing in the ring kicking the belts across the ring with his feet. Like, come on, man. Respect the titles. I mean, that, that, that's kind of Jack Zack just setting the ground like, fuck you and your belts. <laughs> I don't care if you're the champion. You're going to come in here and I'm going to whoop your ass and put you in a million, million fucking submissions and make you scream. Yeah, man. Uh, even Naito uh, got back into a kind of good looking submission in this match, too, is that Sabre Jr. had to like use some of his cunning and guile to get to the ropes. And, oh, yeah. And, and get a break in. So, But yeah, that was my only issue is just the treatment of the titles. But as far as the in-ring action goes, yeah, this is a banger. Like I said, I am I love the, the two, uh, these two that have great chemistry. Uh, they've put on some really good matches uh, in their history as well. And, and this was, you know, on par with, with what their previous efforts have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was dope. All right. So now we're all caught up to where we are currently here in the uh, G1 for this year. So we've got a couple of days break and I think they'll be back at it on Sunday, I think. It's a Sunday, yep. And so uh, 
we'll get another block of matches in and then we'll come back and we'll tell you all about it on the next edition of Cast of Strong Style. I'm going to try to reach out for the next show and, and get a co-host in here so you guys can hear some different opinions uh, besides me random and rave about these matches. Uh, so for Mr. Anwar Starwin, I'll turn it over to you, sir, for your shout outs and thank yous. Um, shout out to Don, shout out to Jupiter Jula, shout out to Ms. V, shout out to, damn, Mademoiselle, <laughs> shout out, see, I'm getting old, forgetting fucking names, shout out to, um, Terry's boy, and shout out, like, Miss Simi, because I'm loving the fucking NXT cast, <laughs> <laughs> like, loving that shit, I, I'm like, when I catch up on the last episodes, I'm I'm gonna fire that up. But yeah, that 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 show's fucking fire. And shout out to like Jade because I'm fucking with SmackDown Matters too. So yeah, man, like shout out to the whole network and shout out to like everyone taking the time to listen to our podcast and and appreciating it. And yo, it's been a rough couple of days with the 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 indictment and the lack of respect put on Miss Taylor's name, but we are going to keep pushing for her like to to get her her just do and other brothers that we lost and women that we lost and at the end of the day all we got is us so we got to look out for each other but yeah man i love all y'all be safe and protest but be very careful and don't get reckless what you're saying online because these people will track your ip address and try to fuck up your life and i don't want y'all life fucked up so be careful Thank you, Mr. Anwar, for that message. Uh, definitely uh, been a rough couple of days uh, with, you know, another uh, case that we felt like we had a lot of hope for and then, you know, end up with that verdict is just feeling empty and, um, you know, just another another blow try to hold us down and, and keep us from fighting the good fights but you know i don't think that's just going to make the resolve even harder and so the next time we go even harder and hopefully things start to turn around so yeah thank you for that message uh, about brianna taylor uh give a shout out to mr anwar starwin give a shout out to all of the ladies of the forever young cast give a shout out to miss simi mr Mota to underscore reese and all the guys over there at the push sean benny um Dwayne, dj once uh give a shout out to Everybody who listens to the Dark Match, you can catch Miss Simi and I talk about AEW over on the Dark Match on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN. Give a shout out to Terry's boy, Madam Lizette, um, everybody who's using the Cast of Strong Style uh, hashtag to talk about the G1. We definitely appreciate it. Um, getting up early, watching these matches, or staying up late, in my case, and watching these matches, we definitely appreciate it. And definitely appreciate you sharing your pro wrestling commentary with color on New Japan Pro Wrestling. So until our next episode, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. This has been my co-host, Mr. Anwar Starwin. And this has been the latest episode of Cast of Strong Style. Cast of Strong Style.